1: Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani show and thank you very very much for uh tuning in. So let's begin with um I'm in New York right now. It's raining right now and there is no mayor in New York. Which means that uh whoever the deputy mayor is, that he designated as mayor is the acting mayor except I don't I, I don't know who that is. I would like one of you to call me and tell me, okay? That would be good because I was a mayor. And if uh, Bloomberg's not here and uh, de Blasio's not here in New York, I'm the only mayor in New York. Only real mayor, right? Now, it's really interesting that Adams chose Los Angeles as the place to go. Uh, uh, Why could he be going there? He could be meeting with District Attorney uh, Gascon who uh, you know how who he is, right? He's the one who has let all the murderers go free in Los Angeles, so they set a record for murder last year. So maybe Adams wants to figure out how he can raise crime more. It would be hard to do because he did it by 45% in his first three months. I'm trying to find a mayor in New York history that in his first four months of office raised crime that much. So far, there's nobody within 20 percent, 30 percent, meaning uh, I don't know if he'll be as unsuccessful as de Blasio, but he's actually raised more crime than de Blasio did in his first four months. And uh, uh, if you want to tell people around the country who are shocked when I tell them this, we now have more crime than under de Blasio. And they say we didn't think that was possible. I said I didn't think it was possible unless you worked at it. So now he's there trying to figure out how to raise crime more because Los Angeles actually – in some ways, has more crime because it has a DA, like when Chappelle was attacked with a knife. The guy's going to get a misdemeanor. He'll be out tomorrow. We don't want him missing a day to knife somebody, right? God, crime could go down if you actually kept him in jail. What's wrong with Adams? Is there anybody on this radio show who can tell me what's wrong with him? He announces he's going to reduce crime. He makes it his main priority. And he comes into office, and he's pretty close now, I think, to setting a record for the largest increase in crime by any new mayor in the history of the great city of New York. We'll then go check other cities to see if he beats every mayor everywhere. Now, I have a record. It's reducing crime more than any mayor in the history of New York City and more than any mayor in the history of the United States. So if you don't think I have a right to criticize him, you're wrong. Plus, I love the people of this city. And I can't stand it when they're victimized. And I can't stand it going back to where it used to be when it doesn't have to be there if we had a mayor. And if you took my advice and didn't vote for a Democrat. Now, I know you're going to say I'm getting partisan. You want me to start taking apart all the other Democratic cities? What's Los Angeles? A Democratic city with the Soros DA. What's San Francisco? A Democratic city with a Soros DA. What's Murder Weekend Chicago for 50 years? A Democratic city with a Soros DA. What's Rochester, New York, which set a record for the most murders in its history last year? Yes, yes, yes. They got a Soros mayor and DA. So they're going to try to kill everybody in Rochester. These numbers are staggering only blunted by the corrupt media that covers it up because it's Biden's fault. It's his party's fault. Do you know how long these people would last if I were president or how long they'd last if my son were governor? Well, brag it lasts to the end of January 1st. He'd be gone right away. And any other DA who acted like him. And, uh, this is not mean or anything. This is the law. You take an oath to uphold the law of the state of New York. The law of the state of New York says that you have to charge people with crimes if they steal. It doesn't say you can let them off if it's $900 or less. Not all of them. You can pick and choose one and two. But you can't just stop prosecuting a whole category of crime use your common sense which the democrats have ruined in new york city for many new yorkers they've replaced it with brainwashing so just use your common sense for a moment if you allow people to steal $200 they'll go to 3 then 4 then 5 then 6 then 7 when you stop it at 900 you get san francisco and los angeles they go out and steal $800 worth of things 10 times a day and they don't get arrested And they made $8,000 that day. uh, Never think the criminals are dopey. A lot of them aren't dopey. A lot of them are smart and lazy as hell and don't want to work and grew up in a situation where they never saw anybody work. And they saw the drug dealers run the neighborhood. And now they see the cops watching them commit crimes rather than arresting them. The world belongs to them now because of the Democrat Party only because of the Democrat Party, only because of their policies, only because of the New York Times, only because of the Washington Post, only because we allowed America to get ripped apart in 2020. Hundreds of riots, thousands of injuries, police officers killed, other people killed, and nobody in Black Lives Matter or Antifa prosecuted. And then the people on January 6th who killed nobody are still being held in jail with a January 6th committee investigating an insurrection that was done by people without guns. The only person killed was an alleged insurrectionist, Ashley Babbitt. And they're the ones who want me to testify and not have a record of my own testimony for fear that they will change it. What would you do if you were me? Would you go there and trust Schiff to give an honest recount of what I said when, oh, gosh, about four years ago, he told us he had two Russians that personally worked with Donald Trump on collusion, and we've never heard who these two Russians are. We've never had them produced. We've never had a single patriotic Democrat in the House of Representatives ask the slimy liar, who are they? Give me their names. These people had contact with the president of the United States, Schiff. Who are they? You know they don't exist. You know he's a liar. And he's sitting on that committee. And every single one of them is a partisan Democrat. And every single one of them wants to crucify Donald Trump. And every single one of them tells you it was an insurrection. You know it wasn't an insurrection. They haven't charged anybody with insurrection. They're holding people in prison for a year and a half. This is what they do in China. And then they get 14 days in prison after a year and a half in jail. Meanwhile, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, kill people, and they're out on the street. Did you listen to my podcast, Who is John Sullivan? Well, listen to it. John Sullivan announced the day before that he wanted people to go burn down the Capitol. He sent out four or five texts inviting Antifa— to the January 6th demonstration in order order to cause trouble. He said, let's come here and take him out, meaning Trump. Uh, You don't hear about these texts because a corrupt Soviet-style press hides it from you. And then he broke into the Capitol. He destroyed property. And he happened to just photograph the killing of Ashley Babbitt and leave out the picture of the cop on purpose. We see two cops. Asked by Antifa people, please remove yourself from the door so you don't get hurt. They do. They then try to break down Nancy Pelosi's door. They then hear the word gun. They back off. And after hearing the word gun, they lift up Ashley Babbitt's body and they shoot her to death. I investigated lots of murders, and I'm not a lying crook like the Democrats in Congress. If that isn't a homicide to be investigated, there is no such thing. And when a phony like Cheney gives me this insurrection stuff, I say, Cheney, what about Ashley Babbitt's life? she was a veteran we don't even know she committed a crime she could have been invited in she was unarmed she was lifted up after there was a warning of a gun by other people she threatened no one there were four cops in back of her that could have pulled her down if she were a threat there were four cops in front of her who could have who could have grabbed her and put her in shackles immediately. No, an undisclosed, hidden gun shows up and blows her away without a weapon. And it takes us five months to find out who that guy is with a record that would embarrass any police officer. And he has gotten completely away with it and we can't see the transcript of it, just like they don't want me to see my transcript. When they deal with other people, they're dealing with naive people. When they're dealing with me, they're dealing with people who put some of the worst criminals in the world in jail. I can smell them. I know scum because I've had to deal with it to put scum in jail. When you let that lady's life go uninvestigated, no justice for her, you're scum. Who are the two cops that abandoned their post? Why aren't they fired? Why did they abandon their post? If it was so important to protect Madam Speaker's office, why did they leave the doors unattended? Why did they allow the Antifa people to bang down the doors? Why did they allow the Antifa people to pick her up after the word gun was used? Who are these cops? They shouldn't be on the police force. They could be accessories to murder. Why didn't they tackle her if it was so dangerous if she went over the top? Who are they? What are their names? What was their testimony? Did the January 6th committee investigate them? No, no. They got the murders they lied about. The guy they said that died, who died four days later of a heart attack, according to the D.C., Coroner. They lied about it. This is what we have in our country. If you don't stand up to this, if you cower to it, we're lost. I'll be back and I'll explain to you a number of other ways in which we're lost and we better fight back. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you while we were taking a break. I was watching CNBC, MSNBC, one of those uh, communist stations covering my uh, my appearance. And they don't seem to mention that they wouldn't allow me to have my own videotape. Exactly why wouldn't they want me to have my own videotape if they're not going to doctor theirs? Do they know that at every deposition a lawyer takes, he takes his own videotape? I'm a lawyer. I've done many of them. why do they want to do it unfairly? You know why. So they can come out and lie like they've done over and over and over and over again. Uh, There's no doubt. There's no doubt that uh, that committee, which is the ancestor, the ancestor committee was the one that went after, you know, framing Trump. They're almost a lot of the same people, including the worst ones. That's all they do. And then, you know, the crooked press prints their excerpted version and then not the rest. I'll give you an example. In the New York Post today, and I've got to correct it, uh, they said that – they just said out of of the blue that on January 6th, I said, let's have trial by combat. So that sounds very provocative, right? Except they don't explain that when I introduced that subject, I said – I want to have a contest between the two machines, the Dominion machine and the legitimate machine, and I want to see which one works. If the, if the Dominion machine works and doesn't screw up the vote, like I say, and can't be uh, accessed by the Internet, I'll apologize. If it doesn't, then you go to jail. And then I said, I want a battle of machines. So they left all that out, everything about the machine out, and they made it what I said was battled by combat, like two people hitting each other with swords. Now, luckily, they sued me. The same bums that want to now, I'm sorry, my lawyer said I can't call them that. The same congressmen who want to uh, take me before this committee without allowing me to have my own record, they sued me. Do you know their case was thrown out against me by an Obama judge who said there's no evidence that I provoke violence in any way? So why are they torturing me? Why are they going after me? Because I'm a target. They want to trap me. Why do you think I advised President Trump not to testify? Because he was guilty? He was not guilty. We know he's not guilty. But if he testified, they would have tried to trap him. These are not honest people. Will you please wake up, you brainwashed Democrats? Your party has been seized by a bunch of power-hungry, greedy liars who tried to frame a president for five years on charges that were originally started on millions of dollars supplied by Hillary Clinton and I bet you George Soros. So watch, watch, uh, uh, watch the great new movie that uh, all of the uh, crooked uh, Democrats and their cohorts, which means the entire media almost— uh, Watch 2,000 Mules. It's going to be on tomorrow night. It's going to be a virtual premiere. I saw the whole thing. I interviewed um, Dinesh D'Souza about it. If you go to my podcast, Rudy's, uh, I'm sorry, I always say it that way because it used to be, Rudy Giuliani, cs, for Sense dot com. Go there, and you'll see the interview of Dinesh D'Souza. I really recommend the interview. Because it helped me understand the movie. The movie is unassailable. It's science. <laughs> Fauci, it's science. You're not science. This is science. It demonstrates that over well over 2,000 people spent entire evenings traveling all around cities, depositing ballots, in those Zuckerberg boxes and other boxes, uh, five at a time, 10 at a time, 15 at a time, 20, 25 at a time, 30 at a time. Uh, They would do 10 to 15 a night. Now, this is honest. If you believe this is honest, uh, give me a 10 grand for the Brooklyn Bridge, okay? But we'll make it even worse. You know how they have it? Your cell phone movements are kept for four years. You can go back and find them if you're good enough because it's a gigantic uh, amount of data. But if you're good enough, you can find them. Well, they found them. So they can show you, they can take you just onto one car and they can trace you to like 10 locations in Arizona, in Phoenix, or 10 locations in Georgia, or 20 or 25. Then they can show you that that location is where a lockbox was in every case. Now we get even luckier. Three of the five states were photographing it. So now you see the guy get out of the car. You see him get out with his whole bunch of ballots. Sometimes so many ballots, the ballots are falling down on the ground and he's picking them up. A lot of them are dressed up in hoodies. And boy, I mean, they, they don't look exactly like poll watchers. Poll washers don't deposit 50 ballots in a box. And in many states, this is completely illegal conduct. Just that is illegal. And then they put them in the box. A lot of them fall out of the box because they're putting too many in at a time, and they stuff them in, stuff them in, stuff them in, stuff them in, stuff them in. So now you got all that. Let's go to another level of proof. At some point, the people paying for this Could be Zuckerberg, could be Soros, could be any one of the, you know, Democrats who wants to make us a communist country. They start getting worried they're getting cheated. So they say, we want to see pictures. Now you see the guy get out and you see him take out his camera and take a picture of himself doing it. I don't know. You're going to go deliver your ballot at four o'clock in the morning in a dangerous city. And you're going to take what, 50 other ballots with you? Deposit them and take a picture of it? It sounds a little weird, particularly if it happens 2,000 times. Finally, in Arizona, a guy gets convicted of ballot stuffing, which is what they all are doing and should be convicted of, because his fingerprints were on the ballot. Two days later, they all show up with gloves. Tell me it wasn't an organized crime. They all have gloves on. All of a sudden, you see the same person with no gloves show up with gloves, put the ballots in, the ballots drop, she picks them up, she puts them in again, she disposes of the gloves, she puts on a new pair of gloves, and she goes to a next location. Oh, she takes a picture at the same time so she can get paid. When I come back, I'll tell you a little bit of the rest of the story, and then a few more things do we got to straighten out in our republic if we want to be a democracy again. Giuliani show. This is Rudy Giuliani back again on uh, uh, Talk with the Mayor. We're going to have the final words, you know, at the end of the show, and it'll be the final words for what was a very, very, very tumultuous week. Uh, Gosh, I wish I could cover it all. I can't. I just can't cover. I just can't cover it all. It gets me so frustrated. Now, I I have got to talk about Miss Wackadoodle. I really do. I mean, how can we have a, a head of Homeland Security, a minister of disinformation, who has a clear record as a left-wing advocate, biased person? She, I, I'll, I'll excuse her for not liking me. If I, were, if, I were, if I were a left-wing, I wouldn't like me either. In fact, I'd hate me, and I tried to get me disbarred because I'm so dangerous to you because I'm, I'm one of the few people that tells you the truth. Because I've known you all my life. I grew up with you. I grew up in New York, and I know how warped you are. But why do you hate everybody else? So let's let's listen. Um, let's listen to uh, Miss Wackadoodle t- tell us. Uh, this is this is the person who's going to be the head of disinformation. Let's let's listen to how fair how fair she is and balanced about the right and left. Okay, Miss Wackadoodle. This is Nina Jankowitz, otherwise known as Miss Wackadoodle.
0: Talking about the deep state and things like that, which is a a thread among conspiracy com- communities here in the United States that there is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. It couldn't be farther from the truth as someone who works with and around public servants every day
1: well that couldn't be the bigger uh, that couldn't be a bigger lie in Washington than I've ever heard. I worked in the Ford and the Reagan administrations. I know Washington five times better than Miss Wackadoodle, and I know Russia twenty times better than the Russian expert who couldn't figure out that it wasn't Russian disinformation, which tells me she's an idiot. There's a deep state in Washington. I didn't believe it when I first went there. It's really deep. It's very dangerous. It's built on the 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 the, the, the desire for power. Very much built on the desire for millions and maybe more money, like. Pelosi obtained, like Charlie Rangel obtained, like Biden obtained, uh, possibly going over $100 hundred million, thirty-one million $31 from our worst enemies, like the Clintons uh, obtained in amounts of money I can't even calculate. I mean, they were even selling the Lincoln bedroom. Imagine what Lincoln must feel about that, having his bedroom sold by a bunch of uh, Arkansas hucksters. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, the corruption within the Democratic Party, You won't believe it because I'm a Republican telling it to you. I just wish they would give me a grand jury in a courtroom and let me prove it. And I'll take a jury of 12 Democrats. I'll convict Joe Biden in front of a jury of 10 Democrats because the evidence is on tape. It's on record. It has witnesses. It has corroboration. And we can see the money going right into his hands. He is by far, without any doubt, the biggest crook we've ever had in Washington, and uh, the deep state, man. When you watch, when you watch them, when you watch them, make it possible so that not a single major newspaper announced that Two Thousand Mules was premiered the other night at um, Mar Lago and was sold out in twenty-five theaters, even though it wasn't advertised, and they don't print a word about it. Uh, you know, we're living in a censored country. You know we're living in a censored country because my hard drive was censored. Mine, I mean Hunter Biden's that I got. You know it is because I'm censored from saying certain things about um, about the stolen election, which I know to be one hundred percent true. And thank God Denisha Souza has now put it on record with scientific evidence that is indisputable. Their objections to it were like this: His his claims have been debunked, his claims have been disproven, his claims are ambiguous. There is never a and I read forty five articles. There's not a single one that gives a single specific, like how was it debunked? What's wrong with it? How do they get the signal wrong? Show me one that was incorrect, just one. I do that on every one of my podcasts. I show you the evidence. He showed you the evidence. They show you bull, you know what? And then they sell it to you because you're brainwashed. So you went around for years saying the whole Ukraine story was debunked. I kept saying to you, show me the debunking memo. Who debunked it? I can't find them. I got 12 witnesses who say it's true. I got four documents and I got a tape recording. And and I got debunking on the other side. We go to a court of law in what used to be America, you get convicted. We go to a court of law in Democrat America, you go free if you're a Democrat. You know, you can take a knife out on a guy and almost kill him like they did yesterday. And the DA will let you off on, 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 on misdemeanor so you walk out so you can go knife somebody else. Some Republican walks into the Capitol not knowing what the hell's going on, gets caught there and has been in jail now for 14 months, not charged with anything. And then when he gets charged with something, he gets 14 days in jail. This is America? Or is this Democrat America? Or Socialist America? Or Marxist America? Or Communist America? Or is it becoming all of those things under our nitwit president? There's another thing. We allow a nitwit to remain president. How do you do that? I mean, how do you square this? How does Jill Biden get up every morning and watch her demented husband try to get out of bed and try to find his way to the breakfast table? Come on. When he gets up off the breakfast table, he has to be just as confused as he is when he turns around from the podium and doesn't know where the hell he's going. I've been in nursing homes. I've taken care of demented people. I've taken care of people with dementia for months. I know the illness, backwards and forwards. I had a friend who just died of it, who was in better shape than Biden. We used to kid around about it. Jill Biden knows the whole damn thing. Do you have an ounce of patriotism, Jill Biden? Do you care about your husband making a total moron out of himself? Do you know the things they do to him in Europe? There's not a single European that doesn't know he's got dementia or Alzheimer's. And they're laughing at us. This happens because we're a controlled country. And yes, we're controlled by the deep state that she denies. But we're also controlled by your tendency to being brainwashed. Please think for yourself. Watch the movie with an open mind. Don't believe me. Don't believe them. Watch it. You go ahead and watch it while I get rid of, while I get rid of this phone call that I shouldn't be getting right now because I am on the air. But we'll get we'll get we'll get rid of it. So now let's go to Paula in New Jersey.
0: Yeah. Yes. Good afternoon, Mayor. Uh, thank you so much for your broadcast. Um, I heard that you mentioned that two Antifa members uh, hoisted Ashley Babbitt
1: up. Now, uh, logically, you would say to yourself, uh, she certainly wouldn't ask them to help her being hoisted
0: up. She could see right through them. So is it possible, Mayor, that she was
1: assaulted and that they assaulted her because she was protesting them? She saw right through the fraud that was going on with the police, and they assaulted her to get her shot and hurt or, or killed. Well, That's all I have to say. Paul, uh, first of all, you could be right. I can't say for sure you are, but here's what I can tell you uh, that I can say, and let me be a little more careful in what I said. Of the four people that I see on the tape, from my experts on Antifa who have been infiltrating it for four years, they identify one guy as a four-year member of Antifa. They, uh, they, <coughs> they identify another guy as an Antifa member, and the other two— They say are associates, but not necessarily members. So let's get it strict. One's a member. One's a partial member and the other two are associates. Okay, those are the four guys. Uh, One of the Antifa members and his comrade are knocking the door down. Bang, 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 bang. But this is after they asked the cops to leave so they could knock the door down. The cops gave them permission to knock the door down. I want you to go look at the tape again, and I want you to see right before it all happens, it all happens in about six minutes. I wish we were on TV right now. I wish I could show it to you. Maybe we can figure it out one day. I can we can stream it or something. I'm gonna show it to you frame by frame. I used to do this, this is how I convicted people. I did it for a living, you know, better than anybody else. Sorry, I'm a braggart. So you see the cops standing there guarding the door, two big guys, about six two, six three. All of a sudden, two guys come up to them, one antifer, one probably, and they say, hey, guys, move out of the way. There's going to be a problem, or you don't want to be in a problem, something like that. I can't remember the exact words. The two guys, the two cops, move away. The two guys that talk to them now take a helmet and a, battering ram, and they start banging the door down as if to get in. Within seconds, you hear the word gun. You see a picture of a gun, not the person holding it, carefully left out of the picture. You just see a picture of the gun. Very, very quickly, depending on the angle you're at, you see Ashley Babbitt lifted up. You see, Ash- you see Ashley Babbitt up above the transom, shot and killed. If you look at another angle, you see two people lifting her up. One of the people is one of the two people who was knocking down the door. Another guy is a guy who came over and pushed her up. Now, here are the questions that are without doubt. Why would they lift her up after the word gun was mentioned and everybody else kind of ran away and got excited and got upset? They lift her up after the word gun is mentioned, as if, let's get her killed. Number two, if it was so dangerous that she came over that transom, why didn't the four or five cops right in back of her grab her and pull her down? Uh, Number three, how could she possibly be endangering his life when there were four other cops on his side of the the transom and they could have tackled her the minute she came over and cuffed her? Finally, she had no gun. She uttered no threat. He did not identify himself as a cop, although he originally lied about it. And every single witness, including his own cops, contradicted him. And he's got a record that immediately would have said to me when I was the police, uh, uh, head of the police with my commissioner, Bratton and I or Safer and I or, or uh, Bernie and I would have said, we got a problem with this guy. This is a problem guy. Every time a shooting took place, I could tell you if we can have a problem or not. I could look at the guy's record. Guy's been a cop 20 years. He never shot his gun. Guy's been a cop for 10 years in a terrible precinct. He's got a couple of complaints. They're really bad ones, not good. Got really bad complaints. Now I know I have a problem. This guy, I know I got a problem. I can't tell you his record, but I can tell you I got a problem. He never even said when he testified that he was in fear of his life, which, by the way, is the standard for using uh, your gun. Nothing happens to him. Nothing. Nothing. Not even discipline. Prosecuted. <laughs> that was the only. Uh, um, that's the only killing that day. Uh, the guy they claimed they killed, and they had the big funeral for, and I feel sorry that he died. Died, you know, th- three days later of a heart attack, which the D.C. coroner, which you got to figure is you know tied into the government, said was completely independent. Uh, three other people died, by the way. They were all. Uh, stomped on by the police. We can go into them some other time if you want. So we got four deaths there. All of them were Trump supporters. They didn't kill anybody. The uh, insurrectionists killed no one. And the liars keep calling it an insurrection. And they can't charge anybody with insurrection. And then after our crooked attorney general was uh, charged with not doing that, he he charged people with something like uh, sedition. I think he got a one-year sentence for one of them. An insurrection means you're trying to overthrow the government of the United States. They're going to show up without guns to overthrow the government of the United States. Trump is going to offer them 20,000 National Guard two days before, and they're going to overthrow the United States. And Pelosi turns down the National Guard. Who, who do you think wanted trouble there if they turned down the National Guard? think it's possible, just possible, as a theory. Remember, I'm a lawyer think it's possible Nancy Pelosi wanted trouble there so she so she could break up what was going on because she knew there was a much more valid basis for what Pence could have done than any of the lying media is giving you so please if you want a different take on it don't listen to me they've made me into you know whatever a liar all my life I've been telling the truth and putting criminals in jail and all of a sudden I've turned into a liar they call me a liar over Russian collusion. I've turned out to be 100% right and they turn out to be 100% liars and they're still the ones that are covered and I'm not. So why would I Why would I tell you the truth about Russian collusion and lie to you about January 6th or election stealing? But please, go to 2,000 mules. I'm telling you, it's going to shake you up. And if it doesn't, Tell me. Call me. Let me know. We'll be back in a few moments with the Mayor's Final Thoughts. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. T, the number, 2T.org. Donate $11 a month to T2T.org, and you will be giving great assistance to our men and women in uniform who die in the line of duty or who are catastrophically injured and need homes that allow them to have the maximum amount of independence. Can you do anything better than that? No. Please do it. Please, please, please. I've got so many things that I want to say as my final thought. There is one thing I want to play for you, because I want to know, I, I want to know why, why these people are not held to the same standard as Republicans. It's number seventeen. Number seventeen.
0: This opinion is dark. It is incredibly dangerous, and it is not just about a woman's right to choose. It is about much more than that. Once you allow this kind of extreme power to take hold, you have no idea who they will come for next.
1: That doesn't incite violence. Uh, uh, President uh, Trump said, go to the Capitol peacefully and, uh, and, and patriotically. And she is giving a totally false impression of the opinion. The opinion doesn't force any power. The opinion returns the decision to the states. It doesn't tell the states how to decide. The state of Alabama can abolish abortion. The state of New York can keep abortion. I mean, she's just a damn liar. Well, Hillary's been a damn liar and crook since she got out of college. But now, So why isn't she being investigated for inciting a possible riot? And what about the protests at the judges' homes that, they're, that the Democrats are asking for? You know, each one of them is a crime to, to, to demonstrate in front of a judge's home. Are they going to get arrested? Would you like to make a bet over the weekend? Oh, I can't bet. I'm sorry. But let me, let me give you my final thought, because I think this ultimately is the most important for our republic. I'm going to read to you from a column you're not going to get to see even though it should be in the Wall Street Journal, who he writes for all the time, but I don't know if the Wall Street Journal has the guts to print it. It's by DeRoy Murdoch, who uh, I remember when he was a young reporter, I think for the Post originally, when I was mayor. I always thought he was one of the brightest kids I knew. Now he's a very, very distinguished man, written books, written many articles, writes for the National Review. This was written uh, a day ago. And it's about um, it's about the uh, 2,000 mules. And it, it gives you the three definitive conclusions. Because two states, they don't quite reach a conclusion. Although I can give you the conclusion of the other two states. But this is enough. In Arizona, 200 mules typically approach 20 boxes each. This is all recorded. Disqualifying these 20,000 unlawful mallets would evaporate Biden's 10,000 457 vote lead, and Trump would win by 9,000 votes. In Georgia, that's the state with the perfect election, according to the crooked governor and AG, Kemp, who you better not reelect, unless you want to have another crook for four more years, or Rafsenberger, who said it was a perfect election. In Georgia, perfect election state, 200, 250 mules stopped at 24 boxes, all recorded, and inserted. Five ballots per encounter. Rejecting these 30,000 illegal votes would eliminate Biden's mere 11,000 uh, victory and Trump would win by 29,000 votes. I'm sorry, 19,000 votes. Now the big one. The state that I always told you was the most corrupt and the city that makes election fraud a profession. Philadelphia. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. One thousand one hundred mules. That's a lot of mules in one city, but they got them. They probably get them from Camden too. And one thousand one hundred mules in Philadelphia. In count alone, encountered fifty boxes. Vacating those two hundred and seventy-five thousand counted votes would eradicate Biden's. 80,550 victory vote, and uh, 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 Trump would have won by well over 100,000. Now, remember, Trump was leading by 800,000 votes with 70% of the vote cast. There are statisticians I could produce for you that would tell you it was impossible, impossible, mathematically impossible for him to overcome that. There weren't enough votes left for him to overcome it, except if they printed new votes and assigned registrations to them. I remember they counted for four days. The third day, they asked me, "What are they going to finish counting in Philadelphia? And I said probably the most truthful thing I ever said, when Biden wins. Trump, I told them once, and this goes a little beyond this, I told them once he won Pennsylvania by over 400,000 votes. This demonstrates 275,000 of them. This would give uh, Trump 279 electoral votes, Biden 259, and a a lot of people in Ukraine would not have died. 13 Americans wouldn't have died in Afghanistan. Hmm? We wouldn't have a border with 3 million illegals that have come over, and we would not have set a record for fentanyl deaths last year. Nor would we have had uh, more murder increases last year than ever before in our history. You know that. You, you know Afghanistan wouldn't have happened. You know Putin would not have done that with Trump there. He wouldn't have known what Trump would have done to him. That's the way it has to be. That's what Reagan was like. Well, God bless you. Have a great week. We'll be back with Uncovering the Truth on Sunday between 10 and 11. And uh, we'll, get, we'll get you to tell us what you think. God bless you. And God bless the greatest country on earth. And we are turning the corner, my friends, big time.